on the Celestial Spoon, formerly Spiritual Destination. As an author and speaker about mental illness, Catherine has first-hand experience with mental and physical interactions and how spirituality plays a part in overcoming struggles. She utilizes her skills as a psychic medium and spiritual advisor to guide others to feel invigorated and empowered to go forward in their own struggles. Listen to inspirational conversations relating to sometimes difficult emotional journeys towards self-awareness and spirituality. These journeys brought positive effects toward her guests' mental and physical health and will inspire you to take action and create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. You will get the feeling of knowing these people during these relaxing conversations and want to follow them. Now, here's your host, Catherine M. Laub. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the Celestial Spoon. And thank you for taking the time from your busy day to spend with us and learn about my guests. I hope you're enjoying the summer season and the heat is not too much for you. And if you want to learn more about me, my website is www.catherinemlaub.com. If you're interested in a psychic reading or coaching with me, you can sign up through my website. I also share my journey about mental illness in groups, so if you're looking for an event speaker, please contact me. We ask our spirit guides, loved ones, and angels to be present during our time together and to guide us through a wonderful conversation and help us share our visions with the world. Today, I am thrilled to be interviewing Burge Smith-Lyons from Essence of Being. Burge is an international best-selling author, motivational speaker, intuitive healer, certified rebirther, hypnotherapist, channeler, minister, and founder and CEO of The Essence of Being. For 36 years, she has helped thousands of graduates globally and emotion, with emotional and spiritual healing better communication techniques, relationships, prosperity consciousness, and enlightened leadership. And you can find her at birdsmithlions.com or essenceofbeing.com. Hi, Burge. I'm so excited to be speaking with you. It's been a while since we've seen each other. How are you doing? Hi, Catherine. Hi. Yes, I'm, I'm thrilled to be on the on the show. And, uh, yeah, re- reading that bio, I'm like, oh, wow, who is that person? She sounds yes. kind of cool. Yes. <laughs> when I read it before I had it printed out, I said, oh, my goodness, I wasn't even aware of everything that your categories. Um, well, I've got a lot of categories. I'm a Gemini, right? So definitely there's a lot of things that I do, so many different types of modalities and also the Essence of Being being series, there's so many. I work with children, adults, and companies. So it crosses all boundaries doing emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual work. So, uh, yeah, so I'm able to do these experiential experiences and workshops um, all over the place. So, uh, yeah, I do a lot of different things, probably just like you. Yeah, yeah, and I was looking on your website, and I saw that you have your workshops in many places, including India. That's amazing. Yeah, I do in Malaysia. I have them in Malaysia, and I just got back from London and Canada and uh, South America and all over the U.S. So India, we have a partnership going on uh, to go there, and I haven't actually... Uh, been there yet uh, we just have a, okay. uh, a lot of people that I've worked with there uh, that come to the other places um, so the next stop is um, definitely Australia and India and uh, China is where I'm working but U.S. I've you know I've been here been doing this for 37 years so I love working with kids and adults in public settings and also uh, my my main focus right now is conscious leaders so I love working with the conscious leaders of the world and creating people that 
uh, working with people that want to be a conscious leader if they don't even know they are, and um, help them empower other people so we can create a win-win world. I love it. That yeah. sounds wonderful. Yeah. That's I'm what working I'm all on about. my little at a time, and um, my husband Tony and myself attended Burgess Conference. Um, it was the one-day workshop, and what was that? Maybe in March or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was my Essence of Abundance. April, abundance. I think that was my. It was April, the Essence of Abundance uh, one-day workshop. Yeah. And that was a great workshop. We really had hands-on. And my husband isn't somebody that really participates in all these things, but believe it or not, he participated, and I think he got a lot out of it himself. And good. me, I walked away needing more and wanting more. So. <laughs> oh, good. Well, that means you're joining us at Essence of Being coming up pretty soon. <laughs> so come on. Probably, probably the one in October. That would be probably awesome. That. Yes. Can't wait to see you again. Yeah, and, and you as well. You know, and and so, you as well. So, so many um, good things that you help people um, realize at this event. And um, if you recall, the biggest thing for me was I felt uncomfortable being face-to-face with somebody, and you had an exercise that we did where we had to actually touch the other person. And I felt very uncomfortable doing that. And um, I did share with you what I thought it was, and and, um, I think you kind of confirmed that um, I feel that I must have been abused as a child, and there's other things that kind of represent that that might have happened to me. Mm -hmm. And I let people know I'm an open book because if I don't share my journey, then you might say, oh, I can't speak up about this. Right. But I investigate every angle that I can, and I bring everything to you that will be a help for you. And um, especially, like I said, Burgess, um, Essence of Abundance, that was some great workshop and hands-on, and you get to know the other people more um, intimately. And um, so do you recall that, Burge? Of course, yes. And for me, so it's all about experience. And and so many of us are, especially people that are in this field or that are uh, wanting to make a difference in the world, if they just knew that they make a difference and that they matter and that they're important, then we could really create a win-win world. And what happens is people, oftentimes they lose faith in themselves or others or they lose direction or they lose purpose and they're not sure about what, what, why am I here? What's my purpose? And uh, I'll sometimes feel alone, feel alone in that whole process. And these live events that I do keep us off the screens. You know, there's so much stuff on the internet now on the websites and those types of things which are great but there's that there's that missing piece of that connection with people and so you would never be um up, uh triggered uh by having what happened to you if you didn't have somebody you were you know it, it, that, that was a trigger for you so being live and having that happen was a perfect opportunity for you to look look at that and move through that and uh, the next steps, of course, would be to not necessarily, it's not as important to find out why, but to shift it into a way of being that you feel comfortable, you know, with connection and touch and those types of things, if that was your trigger. And so that would be the next step. And so many people, you know, like I said, feel somewhat disconnected or disempowered or um, just disillusioned at times and what I try to do with with these experiences is give you opportunities through a lot of the games and exercises that we do because it is experiential for you to really get it on a cellular level and shift it from that standpoint of using the emotional mental physical and spiritual aspects right so that you can go to the other side and allow uh, what more of what you want and so that's what you did is you had a trigger, and so it was really a wonderful opportunity for you to be aware of that because, as you know, I talk about bubble talk, right? And bubble talk yeah. is that that subconscious thought that keeps you from getting what you want. It's like the little cartoon character above your head 
that is your subconscious or your unconscious thought that could be not aligned with what your conscious thought is because even though you want to have a great relationship or you want more money or you want to have you know define your purpose or you want to have better health or better communication or just be able to be in the world in a different way and say that these are all the things that I want and that I choose to have and then you get to look at your reality and say wow it's not exactly the way I wanted it or hasn't happened yet because it could be your subconscious your bubble talk is not aligned with your conscious thought and so what i do is help people find out what is that subconscious thought or that un- that unconscious thought bring it to a conscious level so you can shift it and change it because when you become self-aware of those things then you have an opportunity to really let go of it and shift it to what you want and it is aligned at that point and that's that something sense? that I definitely have to do. Well, yeah. So for you to be aware of what you know what that is is one thing, and then of course there's a lot of when it come if if that is it's if it's about abuse or and by the way you don't have to be broken or need to be fixed or any of that stuff in order to experience these play shops I call them the workshops because my belief is nobody's really broken and nobody's really needing to be fixed they just need to remember who they really are and step into that power and just level back up to um, the level that they were born with and just to remember so sometimes when you've but if you've had abuse or if you've had trauma in your life then yeah you can it can affect you for the rest of your life because belief systems are formed and if it was uncomfortable for you to be touched, then clearly there was some belief system in there that is still playing out, right, in some way. And so what you can do uh, is really look at the beliefs behind that and say, uh, whatever the trauma was or whatever the abuse is or whatever, however it's been showing up over and over and over again, because it will do that, <laughs> You know, yeah. it keeps showing up for you to heal it. So that's the whole point is if it keeps showing up in your life, then you have an opportunity to heal it. And once you heal it, then it's complete. And you don't have to keep recreating the same thing over and over and over again. Right. And Yeah. So that's the whole point of being able to understand what is really going on in there in that little subconscious because they've – They've proven that that really is what's running the bus, you know. Quantum physics has actually proven all the things that we as metaphysicians have known forever. But the fact that there are 40,000 more subconscious thoughts in our brain than there are conscious thoughts every day. So it's you know, it's really important to kind of, if things aren't working out exactly the way you want in your life, it's really good to just go, okay, there's got, you know, I'm doing all the right things. I've taken all the classes. I'm you know, trying to implement things in a certain way for my business or my life or my relationships and and it's still there's something missing or it hasn't gotten to the next level. Those types of things uh, can be because of the subconscious. And so that's the missing piece for a lot of people. And that's where I come in. Oh, a sword just now hit me. I'm borderline Uh-oh. hoarder. Yes. What are you, what? I'm borderline hoarder. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. You cannot walk in in, in certain areas of my house. You cannot walk. And is that because of this situation, do you think? Well, I will say that I've worked with a lot of people that it's an affect, right? It's an affect of something that is missing. So a lot of times when people uh, hoard or when they they, they use other uh, tangible things to – fill them up because there is a piece of them that typically it it's not always but typically it's because they feel like there's something missing and they feel safe and try to fill up that hole that void that's there uh, by bringing in more stuff if i can bring in more stuff that that'll make me happy and if i and i feel safe with um all the stuff so that will fill me up so I don't have to necessarily um, bring in relationships or bring in other people. I have all my stuff, and that will keep me safe because you have had evidence that people can betray you or hurt you, and your stuff 
doesn't. Does that make sense? Oh, and I've had a lot of betrayals in the last 10 years. Yeah. So, of and course, when you, have, uh, when you have a lot of betrayal like that, you know, certainly it's hard to trust other people. And so, like I said, a lot of people have lost faith in themselves or others, and they've lost trust. And so oftentimes what you need is a faith lift is what I call it, you know, F-A-I-T-H lift, a faith lift, just uh-huh. to be able to trust again, to go, wow, how can I trust other people not to hurt me uh, or betray me? Um, and one of the be- one of the ways that I talk about or we share is trust and allow and don't ask how. That's one of my little things that uh, I have a lot of great sayings like that in our workshops that I've been doing 36 years now. So yep. trust and allow and don't ask how and uh, trust and embrace the dance and being able to understand that in order for you to trust, in order for you to cooperate with somebody, in order for you to connect with someone, in order for you to have empathy, in order for you to have intimacy, okay, there has to be that little glimmer of trust that can burn in your belly still. So it's a lot of people have lost faith in God, universe, great spirit, whatever you want to call it. It's like, you know, how many times do I have to put myself out there and yeah. um, I get hurt? And yeah, yeah, so people will people will bring in up so it's a void, right? It's like this hole. And so oftentimes right. we get stuff to fill ourselves up and say, "Oh, this will make me happy." Or um, you know, this won't hurt me, so I'll I'll just collect all of these things and that'll fill me up. But we're still looking on the outside to fill ourselves up when you get yeah. stuff or other people even we're asking yep. other people or stuff to fill our to fill our hole and um it's very exhausting and tiring to another human being to do that to try to fill somebody else's void or their hole right yeah i, I go into that a lot about say, relationships yeah say that again i do have to say that um i would i would think maybe like the last 3 or 4 months I've been getting compliments from people on my podcast. I was number one for five months in a large network. And um, this is the first time I'm I'm talking on my podcast and letting people know that I won Author of the Year of um, Health and Wellness category for my book, Journey of Angelic Healing, Stories to Feed Your Soul. And especially since then... I felt so much better about myself saying, wow, there were 800 people that they were reading these books, and oh my goodness, I won one of the 20 awards, and you know, shocking. So now I'm turning my perspective, and I'm, e- I'm able to let things go a little bit easier. In my office this week, I got rid of empty boxes and ink cartridges that have been laying around and, and so much stuff that I'm starting to feel the difference because... I'm being recognized, I guess. People are, are building my self-esteem. So Well, I'm so here's the thing I want to say. I, Congratulations about that for sure, absolutely. And don't be so shocked or surprised because you have a, a true gift. And this true gift is being, when we get acknowledged by other people about who we are, then, of course, that feels good, right? So... Again, it comes from within, though, that feeling of, you know what, I am good enough, I do have a voice, Uh, I do make a difference, I am important, and what I share with people uh, is my passion and something I'm, and and when other people acknowledge that and recognize that, then that's great. Because, but see, be mindful is what I would say from all of the validation because a lot of times people start looking for that they have a need to be validated and please validate me please love me please know me please accept me so that i can accept myself and so clearly something shifted within you where you started accepting yourself and validating yourself and that's when of course the other people see it and the other people go oh there is something really awesome about you. Right. 
but if you if, if you go out in the world and need it and say please love me and please validate me and please accept me so that I can love myself and accept myself and not be judged then it's kind of backwards you know because you'll that is when indubitably you will uh you know people will have the opportunity to disappoint you because you're looking yeah. on the outside right you're looking on the outside to say please do this for me so that I can love myself and that happens in relationships all the time people get into relationships um, subconsciously to to do that they say please love me enough show me that I'm lovable prove to me that I'm lovable and then I can love myself and so what you're doing when you do that is you're putting a lot of pressure on that other person because they want to but guess what? They have a hole too, and they have, you know, needs as well. And so it gets really exhausting to keep asking another human being to fill you up. And yeah. that's when people divorce, and that's when people separate or whatever, because it gets too hard. Uh, because we keep looking to each other to fill each other up, and so uh, spiritually speaking, it is. It's um, inappropriate in a lot of ways, meaning that if you keep looking on the outside for someone to fill you up, then there's always going to be that opportunity that they won't. And then, you know, then where are you? So I call that, we call Bucky, Buck Vinster Fuller is one of my um, people that I teach about, and uh, he talked about orbiting in love. And that's a process of, instead of falling in love, you orbit in love, and mm. people fall in and out of love, right? But yeah. if you orbit in love, what that means is that I'm whole and complete just like I am, no matter what, that I'm going to attract another person to me that is also whole and complete. And when we come together, it makes something even bigger than we can by ourselves. But we are not each other's half, you know, our better half. You know, uh-huh. we always cringe when people say that. Here's my better half, or here's right. my other half. So, what does that make you a half? If that other person leaves for whatever reason, they die right. or whatever. What are you a half person? That's why people get so devastated. Right. Wow. Yeah. And so, the orbiting and love concept is basically saying, look, you're whole and complete, but when you come together, you create a whole nother energy called us. So there's me, there's you, and then together we make us. And us is bigger. That's that synergy. One plus one equals three. Me plus you equals us. Right. And if we come into a relationship with that with that attitude, then it's not like we're asking that other person to, uh, you know, prove to us constantly how lovable we are, or how accepted we are, or how validated we are, because we're already. Um, whole and complete within ourselves. I love it. It's interesting yeah. because I'm I'm writing a um, an inspirational short story, and I was just thinking about well, August is my 20th anniversary, and um, while I was writing, I remembered that we used to say that we fit. Tony and I fit together, mm-hmm. and up in my mind, I'm thinking we fit more now within the last three or four months than we have in our whole 25-year relationship. Cool. Yeah, and cool. I think that's, that's really because great. of the difference that I am I'm accepting that I am worthy. Well, that's a big one, isn't it? It is, because I really was feeling that I was not worthy. And everything on the outside will keep showing that for you, right? So, yeah, the fact that you are feeling, that you're basically believing or re-believing really the fact that you are worthy um, Uh is going to show up in your relationships and in your business and everywhere that um, you will continue that that belief system and people will, you'll attract people to you that show you that. Right. So that's awesome. It is. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. And I would have to say that um, you 
working with you and your workshop and everything did spark some of this change because it did bring things to the surface, like you said, and it made me start thinking about, well, I really do interact with people very well, and people don't walk away from me because I've had that in my family where you're in the middle of talking to them and they just walk away. And um, that's probably the biggest factor of me thinking why I'm not worthy. So um, being able to hold a conversation with people in networking groups and other businesses and everything has been a great thing for me, and um, you helped me recognize that. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're my yeah. pleasure. And you listen, we're all uh, in this together, and we are mirrors for each other, right? So a lot of times... Yeah. The things that I see in others, you know, are things that I see in myself too. And so, being yep. able to to share them and and shift that, like I said, I'm on a I'm on a mission, you know, I'm on a mission to really. Um, it's a global movement, a global uh-huh. movement of conscious leaders uh, empowering other people to create that win-win world. And right. if we can hold that shape, hold our integrity, hold that part of us that is the powerful, connected um, leader and owner of our life, then nothing can pull us off our center, you know. And if we do get pulled off for whatever reason, we can get right back to the center pretty quickly. And to have the tools to do that is phenomenal. And that's the other piece that, you know, that we provide is, is if things start going crazy sometimes and you get off your center, you know, how do you get back to the center and knowing that you are worthy? You know, when you start, if something crops up, you go, you look at it and go, oh, I thought I already, I already dealt with that. <laughs> I already healed that. What's the word? You know, but it comes up in different layers, right? Different, different layers that happen so that you can heal even deeper. So, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. It's, it's yes. been a passion of mine to, con, con, you know, that's why I've been doing it for so long. And and that's why I work right. with children, because children, if we can get them at an early age, uh-huh. just think. If they felt yes. worthy and accepted and not judged and not bullied and uh-huh. uh, loving themselves and um, having empathy for others and respect for themselves and others, that self-esteem, all that stuff, just think yep. about, you know, not being told to shut up and, and have a voice, right. you know, not have as much fear. Exactly, yes. Because there is a lot of fear in this world. My grandson, um, he's actually inside. He's eight years old, and he stays with me often. And he, he gets scared. Like I took him to the park around the block about a month ago. And there was nobody else at the park, but there was a man in a truck in the parking lot. And he was scared. He says, Gamma, we have to leave. He might hurt us. Gamma, we have to leave. And it really affected me. Why is he thinking like this? Eight Mm -hmm. years old. So uh, that's perfect um, to reach out to kids because... They really do need to learn that the world really is a better place, and that's why I do my podcast, to invite people like you that can envision the perfect world and bring it about one person at a time. Perfect, and it really is in alignment with my whole concept of uh, the Healing Forest. My nonprofit that I have is called the Healing Uh Forest Foundation, but it's based on a Native American term that if you take a sick tree out of a sick forest and you nurture it back to health and you put it back into a sick forest, it could get sick again. And so the idea is to create a healing forest around you of people that have like of like mind, people that empower you. And so that, that whole concept for the family is like if I work with the kids, that's great. That's one thing. But if you put them back into an environment that doesn't support that or doesn't understand that or they don't have the same language, then it's a little more difficult sometimes to, you know, continue that uh, journey and that empowerment. So what I do is I work with the family. So if I work with the kids, I always want to bring in the parents or the caregivers 
so that they have a context in which to work with and to support them in supporting their kids and opening up that communication uh, of, you know, trusting and respecting each other. So it's a real powerful uh, concept with families and also with businesses, you know, it's and just friends and in general, just being able to be with somebody in your orbit that have the same language and empower each other and not buy, you know, all the bull that we put out there, all that stuff that's, you know, come on, you're better than that. You know better than that. You know, exactly. And, and uh, hold them accountable to a, a higher uh, place of who they really are and not let them go back into that victim, you know, mentality and that kind of stuff. So the healing forest is really a perfect uh, way of explaining, you know, that yes. you got to have people around you that can see your success and even if you don't. Right. Just, just so you know, it's the, the Native Americans call it, you know, a sick forest and nurse it back to health. And remember, I don't believe any of us are sick or need to be healed or need to be fixed or broken. All uh-huh. I, I just know that people need to, rem- they really just need to look in the mirror and need to be remembered. They need to remember who they are and be reminded of who they really are. And not yes. go to that place of I'm a victim and I'm broken. Right. And that's exactly where I've come from because my suicide attempt was in 2014 and it was mental and physical fighting against each other. And since then, when I recognize that I have to let my body become in sync, things have gotten so much better um, one main reason was because I was living in the bathroom from most of my colon being removed. So, again, I'm going to say the last three or four months, my health has gotten better, and I could leave the house and be comfortable. And it's just a totally different feeling than when I was in that point how many years ago. And I was recently told by several people that it's a good idea to go to high schools and talk to high school students because in looking at my own history, I quit high school because of my health reasons, which was then my bladder and embarrassment for having to leave the classroom so many times and go to the bathroom. So in working through your workshop and, and everything I've been doing, I recognized that was part of depression. And how many high school students feel like they're on the outside because they're going through something and don't recognize it as depression. So I want to join in with you and also teach the kids and the high school children, all of them, that they are worthy and that no matter what's going on in their lives, there's people out there that they could reach out and they could get support and know that they're not alone. And once you know you're not alone, that makes a big difference. And that's yep. what is part of my difference because I learned I'm not alone. Yeah, like I said earlier, you know, many of us, especially in, in different communities, they feel like they're alone and they don't have that maybe they have a spiritual connection and they've lost it, or maybe they've had a physical connection to people and they've lost it. But, you know, sometimes uh, we feel like we're the only ones going through this and we don't know what to do. And certainly, you know, depression has been stigmatized and all of that, and you don't understand why that is there. And, and listen, it's all in our head, right? It's, it's, it's so funny to me. It's like finally, you know, stress, they've proven, of course, that stress... Yeah causes physical ailments and where does stress actually show up you know it shows up in the head and and so if that's the case if stress can actually facilitate physical problems you know that's true for anything you know if you believe that it's got to be true for everything whatever you think you create whatever your beliefs are that is what you can and you can shift them your beliefs will actually create things and they've proven that as well, that your thoughts, whatever you think and whatever you see, 
are the, the synapses in your brain actually fire the same exact way. So if I think about a red Mercedes or I look at a red Mercedes, the brain and the, the synapses in your brain actually fire. So your brain doesn't understand the difference between what's imagined and what's real. So the belief system is so important uh, to really get a hold of because you can shift anything by, by doing that. So, I mean, I could talk about all of that stuff forever. <laughs> yeah, so, and yeah. in fact, I, I took my mother to the doctor the other day. She has two overlapping blood cancers, mm-hmm. and there's no treatment for it, but she's in a trial study, and she just learned two weeks ago that there's only 27 people in the study, and she's doing the best. I said, Mommy, you know why you're doing the best? Because you have the mental attitude of, I don't have cancer. I just have something wrong with my, you know, my health. And and she doesn't let it get, get her down. And she's 81. And, you know, her age is showing, but the cancer is not holding her down. She's mm-hmm. moving forward because of her attitude. Mm-hmm. It makes a big difference. Well, you've heard this before, I'm sure, attitude and gratitude, right? If your attitude is yeah. gratitude and the more you appreciate, that's what you that, – that's the law of appreciation. You know, people talk about law of attraction. I've been teaching that forever. But law of appreciation also is that the more you appreciate in somebody or something, the more you can attract more appreciation to you. So yeah. if there's if you're living with somebody – or if you have a disease or whatever the issue is, you think about one thing you can appreciate about your body or your partner or your business or whatever it is, and that raises your vibration to that level of appreciation. Even if it's just one little small thing, instead of focusing on all the things that aren't working, focus on all the things that are working. And that is what you will vibrate to you so that... Every time you raise your vibration to that level of appreciation, that vibration will attract more of that, either from that person or some, from somewhere else, or from that right. you know, or from your body or somewhere else. But you'll get more of it as what you focus on expands. That's one of my little monikers that I use, and that too is been proven yet again by science. It's called a reticular activator in your brain, and that means that it's sort of like if, you, if you're if you focusing on getting a new car and you say, okay, I'm going to go on the Internet and I'm looking through all the ones that I want and I'm focusing on the right car and I'm test driving it and I'm looking for it, and then what do you do when you're looking at those new cars like that? You see them everywhere on the road where you never yep. saw them before. Yep. That's because of your reticular activator in your brain, because what you focus on gets bigger. And so many of us focus on all the things that aren't working. Yep. And so it takes practice to say, okay, let me focus on what is working. Let me find at least one thing in my life that's working, and let me focus on that because it will get bigger. And it really is, again, proven by science, all the things that – some people in the past have called woo-woo, you know, all that kind of mumbo-jumbo, woo-woo, new age stuff. But, I mean, I've been involved in that stuff forever. But it's kind of cool that that science is catching up. Yes. Um, I still get a lot of people telling me that I shouldn't be talking about my woo-woo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, And that's, yeah. that's talking about coaches, so... <laughs> Well, it's interesting because are you track? So, um, what I have found because I've been doing this for so long that definitely there's been a shift, there's been a sea change of, in in my world anyway that I've noticed that more and more people, it's more in the public eye, it's more in the consciousness of a lot of the things that we've been, you know, teaching and allowing throughout all this this whole experience we that we call life with the new age and the new thoughts and you know people like oprah and people like uh different people that have come through that are are influencers that Uh definitely are making the same kind of 
um, you know, they're speaking out, and people are buying into that more and more and more. So when I first started doing all this, there wasn't a lot of us out there. It didn't seem like it, but the good news is uh, it's really changed a lot. I think a lot more people are seeking. They're seeking because of the fear. They're seeking something different and new and, you know, not sure what to do. I mean, there's either fear or love, fear or love. Those are the two thought yeah. systems you can be in, right? So Yeah, that's right. I think that's why more people are doing like what you're doing and what I'm doing. It's, it's really cool that it's, it's, it, it is shifting because it has to. Mm-hmm. It really has to because or we're going to blow ourselves up. That's right. And a lot of people say, oh, the world is in such a terrible place, but our intuition tells us no, that one by one those people are changing it. And there's a lot of us, like you said, that we're more conscious, so we're helping other people become conscious of it and understand it. Yeah. I wanted to um, tell you about, in the beginning, I pulled um, a card for you from the Archangel Michael deck. Okay. And it says, explore your options. It is Archangel Michael on a white unicorn, but I, I look at it as a knight in shining armor. So in the background also is different fields. And everybody listening, before we got on the call, it was crazy. We, we couldn't make connections with the um, conference call and everything. And Burge was sharing with me how much stuff is going on in her life right now. So, Burge, what I'm getting the message from this card is don't forget to make that time for yourself. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> because we teach oh, yeah. it, but we practice it. It's funny because now I'm a verb. People say get burged. I need to get burged, ah, right? And so that's, that's my funny, hashtag, yes. get, get burged. And so yes. someone else told me the same thing. They said, "What well, you need to bird yourself." <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, Emerge you told me you have, a house, you have a house full of people and, and an event this weekend and everything. And sometime today, just take that time and go close the bathroom door or something and stand there and say, I need to take this breath. And I know talking, I, I can feel the calmness that right away you felt um, once we started talking. So I'm glad that um, you have the capability of doing that. I do. I really do. It's very interesting. Um, I could have so much chaos going on around, and then oh, if I go right to the zone, I mean, I'm in it, you know, so I can get really present. Um, uh-huh. and, and I have to, or I choose to, when I'm, when I'm facilitating these experiences, we're very present, and we bend time. You know, we bend time to really be as present as possible, and to keep everybody in a safe environment so that they can explore who they are without any kind of judgment or any kind of um, condemnation or anything that they've ever experienced. And so, it's really cool to be able to just really go to the zone really quickly. Like I said, I teach these, teach the tools. I mean, I do use them. You know, so I could be in the middle of. 25 things going on at once and I can stop for a minute and just be really present with uh, that's the gift you're giving me right now so thank you you're welcome but I'm talking about besides our call you, you need to take five minutes that's what I'm feeling <laughs> <laughs> yes we just definitely uh, yeah and it was interesting because the, the technology wasn't working and unfortunately for me at a lot of times my technology gets in the way because I have pushed against it so much because I've said for so long that we need to have more, um, you know, physical, emotional, spiritual connection with people as opposed to our technology. And so <laughs> I find it humorous and, or you know, um, ironic that my technology keeps doing weird things with me, you know, at times. So, Mine too. Yeah. Yeah. My husband said he never met anybody have so many computer problems like I do every single day. Well, and that also is the vibration that we have as far as um, when uh, we're able to, um, we can re- really expand our energy out. And so it really does affect uh, tech- 
mechanisms and technology that's out there that uses that, that, that uses energy. And so our energy, what I've had to learn to do is pull my energy in when I am on the computer or if I'm using any kind of technology, pull my energy in so that I don't blow out circuits. Because I, if I expand my energy and expand it out, um, you know, it's just pure source going out, you know. And for me, I have to really play with that energy. And that's why I teach my Higher Vibes class, which is the, if you want to call it the woo-woo class, that's where I, I teach people how to manage their energy and how to be in the world and be an empath. And, you know, if they're, uh, you know, clairvoyant or clairsentient or clairsavant or if they're, uh, you know, conscious channels or whatever they are, and how can you be in the world like that and not blow everybody out or not just go within and, you know, go in a corner and, um, suck your thumb and be alone and not be out in the world, you know, because it can be frightening and overwhelming at times. So yes. um, that's one of the aspects of the things that I do with people. But, yeah, there's so many. If you go to essenceofbeing.com, there's all of the different play shops and different experiences that you can uh, play with us in, but that's, that's one of them is uh, – I think where a lot of people really need that, they need to know, hey, um, you don't have to, you don't have to soak in all of the stuff that's going on out there. You know, you don't, you don't have to. If you're an empathic person, um, it can get overwhelming because you don't know where your emotions and your feelings start and stop, and other people start and stop, and you can just—it's really hard sometimes to discern what what's yeah. mine and what's theirs, right? And that's what happened with my suicide attempt because I was fighting with Tony, and he said, you know what, I'm tired of fighting, we're over, it's over, done, we're finished, that's it. And it's like the war went in front of me, and it's like, oh, my God. And the same words came out of my mouth, and that's when I grabbed the pills because, well, if I'm not going to be near him because he takes care of me, my health was real bad then, what's the sense of being here? So... That's when I learned the real essence of being an empath because we did meld into one. And that was the beginning of me getting better. That's great. Sometimes it takes, listen, sometimes it really takes something dramatic for us to look at, us to change and to shift. So I call that breakdown, breakthrough, break free, right? So we yeah. have these breakdowns. Unfortunately, many people, that's how they grow and that's how they change. They wait until there's a breakdown as yeah. opposed to consciously and intentionally saying, okay, I'm not going to push the envelope and have it break, uh, have yeah. a breakdown in order for me to change something, right? Exactly. So if, yeah. So if we, have, um, if we have little tiny breakdowns that kind of push us along or move us along out of our comfort zone, then we can use that, and we will have um, our breakthroughs, and then we have our breakthroughs to break free. Right. And actually, I'm going to be talking about that tonight on our power call. Um, I do a, a power call, a power hour, every third Wednesday of every month. It's a power hour of experience that we do. It's a free call that anybody can get on. And again, if you go to essenceofbeing.com, you can just register for it. But it's every it's the third Wednesday of every month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard, and we do different topics. And the topic is going to be tonight about the fear of the unknown, and why transform, why transform yourself, and the fears that come up about the unknown. So we kind of go into that subconscious part of what's going on for you around that, you know, finding out what yeah. your fears are and how to change that. So that you don't have to have these breakdowns, and you know, pop the pills or whatever it is that says I'm I'm done. You know, exactly. You don't have to have those in order to make little moves. You know, little shifts. Right. Yep. Yep. Well, I do have to share that um, my colon situation. I've been on a medicine for like 25 years now. And recently I said, I wonder what happens if I stop taking it. And I'm still having bouts here and there with, oh, my God, I have to run to the bathroom. 
But in general, it's like, oh, my God, my mind is really working wonders. I have not taken it for like a week and a half already. Oh, wow. See? Yes. Great. And I pulled a card for you, by the way. I have my Essence of Being cards, and they are oracle cards or inspiration cards to help you focus on something for that particular week or that experience. And by the way, uh, I have infused magic in these cards and magic is just stuff that science hasn't proven yet, right? But uh, I pulled one for you from my Essence of Being deck. And okay. for you, it says, intention is everything. Ah. If you are unsure about your direction, ask, what is my intention for this outcome? Create the roadmap for your energy to follow. Wow. And that's what you were just talking about, that you created an intention so that you could uh, move through this, and now look what's happening on your physical your physical self. You're creating a new intention, and it's creating a different outcome for you. Exactly. And your energy is following that. <laughs> yeah, yay! Thank you. So good, good choice of of that one. That was a perfect one for you, and that's for yeah. anybody out there. Um, you know, I. I do have my little Bubble Talk series that I do on Facebook. It's a Bubble Talk Live on Tuesdays and Fridays when I'm not teaching um, at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard, and I pull a card. I do. It's like a 15-minute, like I just pull one of the Essence of Being cards, and we we just kind of go right into it as a focus of what is our focus for the day so yeah. or for the week, you know, and it helps you stay on on task so you don't get off your center as much. So these little little tidbits and little things that help um, and support you through keeping yourself centered is important. Like you said, give yourself five minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I have your deck, actually. It's the only deck that's sitting on my desk. <laughs> oh. And oh, everybody, the cards are very pretty. Also, so the energy plus the look of the card and everything, they're really an inspiration, a beautiful deck. Well, thank you. I love, I love to pull them, and they're just really uh, just a powerful way of staying connected and um, b- being able to allow yourself to just switch for that moment to go, okay, that's right, just to remind ourselves because we need these reminders because we can get caught up in all the all the crap right yes so it's good to do that and that's why um i'm gifting you guys something on this call on this podcast you want me to talk about that or you want to yes please okay so uh, part of what i do is is prosperity consciousness and leadership so i have affirmations and i call affirmations little lies you tell yourself until they become true i love it (laughs) so because a lot of times people say, I do affirmations, but it hasn't happened yet. I said, well, okay, mm-hmm. you have to keep doing them uh, to restart, keep reframing that. And sometimes it shifts it right away, and sometimes, you know, it takes a little work. Yeah. So uh, these, are, these are affirmations for prosperity that I'm gifting all of your listeners. And it's um, these are all, uh, they really, really, really work because I play them in my car and I play them uh, you can uh, do a download, uh, get a with this with this URL I'm about to tell you, or if you're if you're going to tell them, they can actually get these affirmations for prosperity and listen to them, and you repeat them. And uh, one of my favorite stories about these affirmations are um, somebody owned a dog business, grooming business, dog grooming business, and his business skyrocketed after he played these. He really got. Uh, his revenues went up just playing them in the actual store where he w- had. And so that was great. But the side effect of all of that by him playing that was all the dogs were so laid back and they were just like, okay, just groom wow. them, okay. And it ke- kept them really calm because the affirmations are done in a way that uh, it's very uh, calming. And uh, the vibration of all of those are really um, well. They're they're powerful, I think. So, yeah, I'm gifting that to your peeps. Thank you. That's a great gift. 
and I'm going to probably play them around now with dogs, too. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so do I give you the URL, or you want to? I'll, I'll say it um, at the end, but you can okay, say it right. now, too. Go ahead. Well, I made it. I made it so it's easy to to look for. It's tinyurl, t-i-n-y-u-r-l dot com, slash eob, which stands for essence of being, afp, which stands for affirmations for prosperity. So the actual URL is tinyurl dot com, forward slash eob, afp. Perfect. Thank you. And you can download them from there. And that that is a great gift. I'm going to download it too. Um, I I was able to connect while we started talking, so thank you. Oh, good. I did have it wrong, so thanks. Um, and let's talk. I'm going to try to get this up tonight. If you could get me the recording, um, let me um, be able to share when your events are. Sure. The next uh, Essence of Being is actually this weekend in Atlanta, which is June, uh, July, what are we, we're in July, July 20th through the 22nd, but I think this will air after that. The next one that is happening is in Fort Lauderdale, which is July 27th through the 29th. And again, you can go to essenceofbeing.com and see our entire uh, rest of the year. But the next one coming up is... Um, Atlanta this weekend, Fort Lauderdale the weekend after that, July 27th through the 29th. And then in October, I'm doing it in Atlanta, again, October 5th through the 7th, October 5 through 7 in Atlanta. It's three days, and uh, it's an intensive, but it's the three days that you gift yourself to take yourself out of your business for a moment, out of your relationships for a moment, and just look at you and really, really shifted on a cellular level so i invite all of you to come play in our essence of being which is our flagship first um play shop that we do there's a lot of other ones that i do but uh, essence of being is the first one that that you take right that's wonderful so um remind me when the one in october comes to be and i'll start letting people know again okay okay is there anything else you'd like to share before we close out? Just that I appreciate you so much and what you do and who you are. Thank and you. also uh, remember that trust and allow and don't ask how. Sometimes we yes. get caught up in the how. <laughs> uh-huh. And, you know, what you focus on expands. And um, let's focus on creating that win-win world and creating uh, people to say, okay, how do I want to show up in the world? How do I want to show up in my business, my life, and my relationships? And to hold that integrity and your purpose. Uh, it's so important to know what your purpose is, hold it with integrity, and be that conscious leader uh, so that others can be empowered. So we can really make this world uh, a better place, you know, and, and play big. I love that, yes. I am learning to play big. That is a, an excellent ending. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you for inviting me, and I look forward to playing with you some more. Certainly in October, I hope you're coming to that one. So Yes, we're going to check my schedule um, when I hang up, and, and I'll see what's going on at that time. And know I have the Women's Prosperity Network thing at the same in it's the, same the weekend month, right? uh, before that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's so, a perfect timing that you could be in Atlanta yeah. and then go on down to Orlando. Exactly. So maybe I'll make it a long trip. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> okay. So, thank you, Birch. I really, um, you know, you helped me remember some of the things from um, your workshop. Uh-huh. And I love that you're expanding, bringing your workshops throughout the world. That's really wonderful, and I just want to share real fast. I did have a second card that I pulled for you, which was the person you're asking about is trustworthy, and you just proved all of that by everything that you're doing and how you're going about doing it. But the picture is Archangel Michael 
flying through the sky with a lot of white, like um, a flash of light that, that's going up instead of down, and all the stars in the background. And to me, it's you're still soaring. And I feel that there's even workshops that you haven't thought about yet that you're still going to create. Perfect. That's beautiful. So um, Perfect. I'm looking Thank forward you. to learn as you create more so I can keep sharing for you. Okay. Sounds like Thank a plan. You. You're welcome. Okay. That, uh, I love it. So I'm going to... So everyone listening... Thank you so much for your time and listening to everything that Birch had to share and really look into going to her workshops because she does an excellent job. She makes you feel nice and calm and relaxed. And remember, you can check out my info on my website, which is www.catherinemlaub.com. You can find a free report, and um, I'm going to be adding another free report soon. If you're interested in a psychic reading or coaching with me, you can find information on my programs and readings page. And we can talk on the phone, through Skype, email, or if you're locally centered at Suffolk County, New York, in person. You can find Burge at tinyurl.com slash E-O- B-A-F. This is Captain Lab. Have a wonderfully blessed day. Thank you for listening to our conversation. We hope that you found the discussion to be rewarding and inspirational, and you take action to create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. If you like this episode of The Celestial Spoon, please listen again next time to learn more about how spirituality has guided others to advance their lives. We wish you the best on your personal